Welcome to the Continental Drift. I'm Andy Valver. And so, war has come to the European continent again. Apparently, we have learned nothing. Like everyone, I've been glued to the horrific images on TV. We've all been watching those images for days now. Shattered buildings, large convoys of war material moving through empty streets, and civilians rushing to take shelter. In Ukraine, nothing is normal. And while all that was happening and continues to happen, I took a break and went out and played golf. I know, the weirdness is not lost on me. I'm almost embarrassed to tell you that I went and played golf. Oh, I told myself that I was out there thinking of what I was going to write for my little podcast. But I just needed a break. I needed to avert my eyes from a slowly unfolding disaster. I had that luxury. I could take a break. But the citizens of Ukraine don't have that luxury. But the hardest thing to watch is the lack of courage on the part of the West. We should all be embarrassed by our response. While Putin's army was steamrolling across Ukraine, we kicked Russia out of the Eurovision Song Contest. Ooh, that's telling them. While Putin is importing armed thugs from Chechnya to hunt and kill Ukrainians, Italian Prime Minister Mario Draghi managed to get a clause into the sanctions declaration that would allow Italian luxury goods makers like Gucci to keep selling purses to oligarchs' girlfriends. While Russia continues firing artillery at civilian targets, the EU puts sanctions on President Vladimir Putin. Well, I guess he's not going to go clubbing in Ibiza this summer. But what's the bigger picture here? Ukraine is a symbol. It could have been any number of countries, but Ukraine got dealt the low card. This is not a fight just for Ukraine, but a fight for the future. It is a fight between far-right fascism and liberal democracy, globally. And it is only just beginning. Putin is the global leader of the far right. And yes, there is a far right in every country, even in the U.S. In most countries, it is a minor faction of the electorate. They're thugs, they're bullies, and they pick on the weakest in our societies. And so make no mistake, while today it's a fight for Ukraine, tomorrow it'll be a fight for Hungary or Poland or the Baltic states. Every time the liberal democracies do not respond with meaningful sanctions or with force, the far right is emboldened. And let's talk about sanctions. The UK just said no Russian private jets can land in the UK. All right. But most private jets are registered on the Isle of Man. So can you stop a British jet from landing? They should have said no jets owned by a Russian oligarch can land in the UK. We keep hearing about SWIFT. What is SWIFT? It's short for the Society for Worldwide Interbank Financial Telecommunications. And basically, it's like the Gmail of global banking services. Everyone uses it to transfer money. Large sums of money. Germany relies on it to get money from Russia. Russia relies on it to get money from Europe and the rest of the world. Oligarchs and mobsters rely on it to launder money and pay for their girlfriend's Louis Vuitton bags. If you are cut off from the SWIFT system, suddenly doing business with the world is much, much harder. Not impossible, and there are other ways. 
but it is a lot harder. And that's why everyone is wary of cutting off Russia from SWIFT. Well, wary is not a good word. How about scared? People don't want to cut such a large customer off from SWIFT. You know why? Profit. It's all about money. Yes, there is suffering, but, you know, Russia is buying 300 Porsches from Germany. How are we going to get paid? And that's why Germany is against cutting Russia off from SWIFT. But I'm hearing rumors that Russia may be kicked out of SWIFT. However, now is the time to knuckle down. Now is the time to put profits on the back burner. We'll be fine. There'll be hardships, but we'll manage. Because if we don't begin to stand up to right-wing fascism now, then each day we put it off, they are emboldened. They get stronger. Another person of color will be attacked. Another person from the LGBTQ community will be assaulted. By not responding forcefully and meaningfully, we're enabling them. We're already seeing the damage from the enablers, people like Tucker Carlson on Fox. Why are we not holding Rupert Murdoch and his sons, who own Fox News, accountable? They're clearly aiding and abetting Putin, Viktor Orban of Hungary, the Polish right wing. Right-wing fascism has never lifted people up. It has never celebrated diversity. It has never encouraged equality and freedom. Hour by hour, the war rages on. Turn on the TV. There's nothing else. Watching conflict on television is not new. We've been exposed to it for years. Iraq, Sudan, Yemen, Mali, Ethiopia, Syria. The list is endless. We here in Europe experience it at a distance. The only time it becomes real is when refugees show up on our doorstep asking only for a chance at the kind of life we have. But we do our best to keep them away. We force them back to Turkey, to Greece, or keep them from launching themselves in flimsy rafts from beaches in Libya. For now, Ukraine is still fighting. Kiev hasn't fallen yet, although it eventually will fall. I don't think the numbers are in their favor. But I think it's safe to say that Ukraine's future is going to be the mother of all guerrilla wars, and it will only be felt in Russia when the number of body bags gets too numerous to deny. There is hope. There are demonstrations in Russia. People are standing up and saying, we don't want this war. Today, we're all Ukrainians. Today, we stand shoulder to shoulder with them against the violence of a thug like Putin. I should add nutjob. If you've been watching his press outings, He's clearly deranged. He calls the people in the government of Ukraine drug addicts, and his aim is to denazify Ukraine. Uh, Vladimir, not sure if you're aware, but Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky is Jewish. You'd think somebody would have told you that. Yes, Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky, a former comedian, is having his finest hour. He has met this test with grace, unparalleled courage, and fortitude. He is a beacon of hope, not just for his people, but for everyone around the world who stands up to bullies. Today, I've never been prouder to be a comedian. I'm Andy Valver, and this is The Continental Drift.